Welcome from the Summit Responsible Solutions Studios. Welcome back to the second hour of Better Lawns and Gardens. I'm Teresa Watkins. I'm a horticulturist, landscape designer, garden author. Good morning, Lizzie. How are you? I'm doing good. I just, this pollen, let me tell you, it's got me going cuckoo for Cocoa Puffs. I know it. It is a the time of the year, springtime, and all the allergies. I know that I just constantly walk around with stuffed sinuses and just to get headaches every once in a while. Mm -hmm. And it's just, or my throat starts to get scratchy, and it's all about the pollens. Well, we have a good show for you on that today. We're going to try and get you some help. And you can give us a call later on in the program, one 455 2967 or you can text us at 23680. For a perfect text message, please remember to give us your name and city. And I was talking to Brad, and or not talking, I was texting, and he has an old bundle of garlic in the pantry that was dried out, so he planted it in a spare pot, and it's now sprouted. How does he care for it? Well, Brad and High Springs, thank you very much. Uh, you just water it, make sure it gets plenty of sun, and, you know, fertilize it on occasion. Uh, so every two to three weeks you can fertilize it, and it's very easy care. Just let it grow and do what's natural. You can eat the leaves of the garlic or keep, let it keep growing and uh, then eventually, you know, just harvest it in about two months. That's all we need to do. And so let's go, uh, Lizzie, for John Denver and the dirty word of the day. Inch by inch, row by row, gonna make this garden grow. All it takes is a rake and a hoe and a piece of fertile ground. Inch by inch, row by row, someone bless these seeds I sow. Someone warm them from below till the rain comes tumbling down. And now it's time for the dirty word of the day on Better Lawns and Gardens with Teresa Watkins. And the dirty word of the day is calliphery. Calliphery, C-A-U-L-I-F-L-O-R-Y. And this is an unusual botanical trait from woody flowering plants that produce efflorescence on new growth and on young leafy shoots. A few, however, flower and fruit directly on the trunks and the main branches of the tree. Calliphery, the term is derived from Latin collis, meaning stem, and floor, meaning flower. Although the vegetable cauliflower, the Brassica, uh, Brassica oleoraceae, has the same name, it's not calliferous. The dense cluster of unopened flower buds on a cauliflower that we eat arises from a main flower stalk. Calliphery is widespread in the plant world with more than 100 family plant families. And what is the advantage of being calliferally? Some trees might have become calliferous because they produce large, heavy fruits, which would be difficult to support on the branches alone, although this is just a hypothesis. Another possible reason is to facilitate cross-pollination or seed dispersal by large animals which would be unable to reach the flowers or the fruits as they were born in the canopy. In rainforest, the insect fauna, which are distributed in horizontal layers at various heights, they are also pollinators that live near the ground level. Accessibility seems to be one reason pollinators are attracted to flowers and seed-bearing fruits on the trunks. So what kind of uh, plants are coliferous? Well, we have the cocoa plant, the cacao plant, and that is where we get our chocolate from. Also, too, papayas, breadfruits, jackfruits, and then also ficus trees, uh, which are fig trees, calabash, and then also, too, it's not a fruit, but it is the red bud. And if you've ever had a red bud in your yard or seen one, they produce their flowers right 
on the trunk and the branches. So the dirty word of the day is califery, C-A-U-L-I-F-O-R-Y. So we have to figure a way to use it this week. Yes. Califery. And I will probably use it to say that the flowers on my shirt seem to be very califery so that they are close to my trunk. <laughs> nope. Didn't you say that there was there was somebody at your church that was all excited about coming to you and telling you the dirty word of the day they and using do. it in a sentence? They do. They said to me, <laughs> he said, I practiced the word all day long and then he forgot it when he saw it. <laughs> that was awesome. I loved it. It's just so good to hear, you know, people come up and say they listen to the show. So that is wonderful. And so uh, that that is what. So, Lizzie, how do you deal with your allergies? Okay. So what I do is I have a saline nasal spray and then I blow my nose, spray that, and then I add my little nasal allergy spray to it. That's such so it's. Such a lot to do, isn't it? It is, but that's the only way I seems to at least clear it out. I understand. Well, up next we have a guest who is someone who's been on our my former gardening show in your backyard twice. His family suffered from allergies, and that inspired him to research and how to have an allergy-free garden. If you look at the pollen count every morning and groan, you're going to want to listen to Thomas Lee Ogren creator of the Opal Scale for Allergy and Asthma Sufferers. And so from the Summit Responsible Solutions Studios, I'm Teresa Watkins. This is Better Lawns and Gardens, and this is Florida's Talk and Entertainment Network. Why? Just think about it. Why is the number one selling brand of chainsaws not sold at Lowe's or the Home Depot? We can give you over 10,000 reasons. That's how many authorized local steel dealers you can find across the country. Visit one and you'll find a range of dependable gas and battery powered tools from trimmers to blowers. And you'll find service from experienced professionals. Real steel. Find yours at steelusa.com. Lowe's and Home Depot are trademarks of their respective companies. LifeCare provides valuable whole life insurance to cover final expenses such as medical bills, burial costs, and unpaid debt. A final expense insurance policy is fast, easy, affordable life insurance that's available to anyone between the ages of 50 and 80. No medical exams, no lengthy questionnaires, and no waiting period. The application process is quick and easy. You can even apply without having to undergo a medical examination. Just answer a few questions and we'll do the rest. With the average funeral costs skyrocketing to $11,000 and Social Security only paying $255, you need simple, affordable peace of mind for you and your whole family. Don't leave behind unpaid expenses, expenses that, if left unattended, will burden your family tremendously. Benefits include a guaranteed premium that will never increase, a guaranteed cash value, and a guaranteed death benefit that can never decrease. To find out how you can get final expense insurance with a guaranteed lifetime rate lock, call LifeCare at 800-914-0465. That's 800-914-0465. 800-914-0465. Sponsored by EverQuote. Of the thousands of apps out there, one of the most interesting must be the We Croak app. The app seeks to help us find happiness by contemplating our own mortality. Because eventually, we will all die. I'm not trying to be morbid, but do you ever think about your death? When you die, will you just blend in with the dirt? Be reincarnated? Will you be in heaven or hell? The Bible teaches that eternity is real. And when we die, we will spend eternity with God or apart from Him. You may not believe what the Bible says, but I believe it. And I can't imagine the thought of dying without being sure of my eternal destination. Can you? The key to facing death with hope is knowing the person of Jesus and trusting that you can have eternal life with him. Do you? Will you? This is Bryant Wright, speaking right from my heart. For more on this and other topics, visit rightfromtheheart.org. If you're a diabetic, we have great news. You can end the painful finger sticks with a new CGM. Plus, they may be covered by Medicare, Medicaid, or private insurance. If you test and inject daily, you may qualify. Call U.S. Med now to learn more. 800-513-1652. 800-513-1652. That's 800-513-1652. 
The old way of living with diabetes is a pain. You've got to remember to do your testing and always need to stick your fingers to test your blood sugar. The new way to live your life with diabetes is with a continuous glucose monitor. Apply a discrete sensor on your body and it continuously monitors your glucose levels, helping you spend more time in range and freeing you from painful finger sticks. If you are living with type 1 or type 2 diabetes and you administer insulin three or more times per day or use an insulin pump, you might be eligible for a CGM through your insurance benefits. U.S. Med partners with over 500 private insurance companies and Medicare. We offer free shipping, 90-day supplies, and we bill your insurance. Call us today for a free benefits check. 800-513-1652-800-513-1652-800-513-1652. That's 800-513-1652. Welcome back to Better Lawns and Gardens. I'm Teresa Watkins. Thomas Leo Ogren has a Master of Science in Agriculture with an emphasis on horticulture, urban forest, and plant flowering systems and the connection between landscape plant materials and allergy. Tom started researching allergy-free gardening 25 years ago because his wife, his mother, and his sisters all suffered from hay fever and asthma. He, create, he is the creator of the Ogren plant allergy scale called OPALS, O-P-A-L-S, which is the first and only numerical plant allergy ranking system in existence, which the USDA is using as a basis for allergy rankings in all major U.S. urban areas. He's the author of five books, including Allergy-Free Gardening, The Revolutionary Guide to Healthy Landscaping, and The Allergy-Fighting Gardening, Stop Asthma and Allergies with Smart Landscaping, and my favorite, Safe Sex in the Garden, which is a great book for Valentine's Day for garden lovers. It's wonderful. Tom is a highly sought-after consultant for allergists, hospitals, school districts, nursery, landscape and designers, and for the Public Health Department of the State of California. I first talked with Tommy Ogren about 20 years ago on my former gardening radio show, In Your Backyard. And I just bought his book, Allergy uh, Free Gardening, for it. And it was amazing. Being an allergy and asthma sufferer my whole life, what I didn't know about plants and allergies, it, the book made so much sense. So Tom Ogren's research and philosophy has been instrumental in my landscape design ever since. Thank you, Tommy, for joining me this morning. Good morning. How are you? I'm good. How are you doing? I am doing great, Tommy. Now, you live in California. Do people in different parts of the country have allergies all year round or just at certain times of the year? It, it depends. Up north, they have them just in spring and summer and fall. But in California and Florida, we have them pretty much all year round, it seems like. <laughs> yeah, uh, it does here in Florida. So in your second book, Allergy-Free Gardening, why do you think we have an allergy crisis here? Uh, well, we have an allergy crisis because of a number of things. One, uh, there is climate change, and there's a lot more carbon dioxide in the air now in the cities. And the carbon dioxide makes the plants bloom more. It makes more pollen on the plants producing pollen. And then we planted so many male plants everywhere that, uh, uh, I mean, on, on the block where I live, I go for a walk. I walk two blocks down to a different block and I'll probably cross, I'll probably see 150 juniper bushes in yards. And of those, one of them is female, all the rest are males. And they've been producing pollen for the last two, two months. Wow. <laughs> so, so you just mentioned it a little, you know, a little uh, kind of uh, foresight is a common misperception is that to have allergies, you do not buy plants with berries or fruits. And I've, I've heard that, you know, whenever I go to a client's or go to a nursery, no flowers and fruits if you have allergies. Why is that a mistake? Oh, it's a terrible mistake. And I, I hear people that should know better say the same thing, but uh, even nursery people have said it. Um, if they've got flower, if they've got fruits, uh, then they're then they're female, and they're not they're not putting a lot of 
pollen in there. If if you've got plants that never make any fruits, it might well be a male, and then it produces a lot of pollen. And so, like, uh, you take it in Florida, uh, you've got a lot of podocarpus or eupines, and they're all either male or female, and mostly the landscapers plant males, and these things produce huge amounts of pollen, and the pollen is very small, goes right through a window screen, uh, and the plants are poisonous, so the pollen is not only allergenic, it's it's what they call cytotoxic poison. Um, you've got, well, you know, if you get down where they're like, like all these phoenix palms, every one of them is separate sex, so if you have a some sort of a dwarf phoenix palm right outside your bedroom window and it never makes any fruits, that's because it's male and the pollen from the palm is just like grass pollen, very allergenic. That That's really something to pay attention to when you are purchasing plants. And so you created a scale called opals. Uh, and so tell us about that and how people can use it. Yeah, I spent about 15 years creating opals uh, back in the 90s. And uh, opals, short for Ogren Plant Allergy Scale, you can look it up on the Internet. Uh, it's all the plants are ranked 1 to 10. 1 is allergy-free, usually a female plant, produces no pollen whatsoever. 10 is almost guaranteed allergies. And so even if you don't know much horticulture, uh, I mean, a lot of people buy my book. The latest book is called The Allergy Fighting Garden. And um, it has all the opals numbers and all the plants. And they take the they take a copy of the book literally with them to the nursery when they go shopping. People tell me that all the time. And and they look at a plant that they want to buy, and then they look it up in the book. And if the if the opals number is too high, then they don't buy it. They go, well, I guess I don't need that. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Making that's a good way to make a decision. Well, it's simple enough, you know what I mean? Um, Opals has been in existence for, it's been in print for 23 years now, and it's been through a lot of scientific scrutiny, uh, and it's used in a lot of different countries. So, I mean, uh, Opals isn't perfect, but Opals Opals holds up pretty well. And and if, if you're... If your yard is landscaped with plants that are all low opals numbers, five or less, say, six or less, you're not going to be surrounding yourself with a lot of things that are causing allergies. And, and the closer you are to the plant that's producing the pollen that's allergenic, the more like the bigger the dose you will get, the more right. you'll have. Yeah. Well, it's that. All about the proximity. Exactly. And that's, that was my next thought is to, so after we talked, you know, on my other show, then I had a listener mm-hmm. call in and they said, we just moved to Florida and I'm allergic to oak trees. What should I do to, you know, not have oak, you know, allergies in my yard? And basically you, you can guess my response, Thomas, is was move out of Florida, right? Because, I mean, how are we yeah, going to get away from oak pollen here in Florida? So how far away should someone with allergies be from plants and shrubs and trees? They should be as far as far away as possible. <laughs> Georgia, right? Georgia. Okay, so okay, so Teresa, nothing is perfect, but but allergists often talk about what's called the bucket theory. And the bucket theory <clears throat> briefly is like this. If you slept in a really clean room with a bunch of great air purifiers and you woke up in the morning and you felt great, and you were having no allergies, your nose wasn't stuffy, nothing, your bucket would be empty. Now, you, you walk outside, and you brush up against the cat, and you get some cat dander into your thing, and mm-hmm. in your bucket, and then you pick up the newspaper, and it's got oak pollen all over it, and you bring that in, that goes in your bucket. And as your bucket gets starts to... You don't have any symptoms. You feel good until suddenly you get up to the top of your bucket. Once the bucket overflows, ah, then you get then the allergies kick in. And the bucket theory works on a daily basis and it works on a yearly basis. And 
the point is anything that that's allergenic that you don't get into your bucket gives you gives you more time when you feel good right and that's the whole the aim and so every little thing that we do uh particularly in our own yards and i would always try to emphasize <clears throat> pay a lot of attention to what you plant by bedroom windows and pay a lot of attention to what you plant by front doors and back doors because this is where the pollen's coming in the house wow and so i this week when i went down to miami um, my, my throat started getting sore, and I thought, oh, no, I'm getting sick. But within a day, yeah. it, you know, it had disappeared. So, you know, I'm assuming that was probably a lot of pollen when I went down to Florida because it's springtime and everything's growing down there. So are there right. any plant species that get a bad rap for causing allergies, but they don't? Uh, well, that's a good question. <laughs> uh I, I don't know. Um, well, like you said, people will look at a juniper bush with berries on it or a yew with berries on it, or uh, uh, they might look at a plum tree with plums on it, and they'll say, oh, yeah, those things cause analogies, but they're not the ones. Right. It's the ones that are kind of sterile. They just do not produce fruit. Um, and then, like, gold, goldenrod gets a really bad rap, cause, and it doesn't produce the uh, the allergies that that uh, people oh, think that, it does. No, no, no. That that's a common misperception, and they they repeat that all the time. Goldenrod is allergenic. It is. is. And if you look at goldenrod pollen under a microscope, it looks exactly like ragweed pollen. Uh-huh. It looks like a big spiky, you know, like a cactus ball or something. And and people who cross react to uh, ragweed will cross react to goldenrod. Now it doesn't mean not not to have any goldenrod in your yard, but don't bring goldenrod in into your house. Right. And okay. As a flower, yeah. Outside it's maybe fine, but inside goldenrod will shed a lot of pollen, and uh, the pollen is super allergenic. Wow. No, I like goldenrod. I, but I, I I know. Would, I wouldn't pull goldenrod right under a bedroom window, say. You know? Okay. That's that's really yeah. good advice. That's that, that's changed my mind. Okay. So, where can listeners find your books, Thomas? And what is your website? Uh, well, my website's allergyfreegardening.com, and uh, if they look up my name, Thomas Leo Ogren, I write under my formal name. Um, most people call me Tommy, but uh, <laughs> but I've actually written about 20 books, and I've been writing a lot of novels lately, too, but, uh, but every springtime, the interest in allergies starts popping up again, and... Uh, I see that there was an article just this morning in uh, uh, Savannah, Georgia, about botanical sexism. You know, and botanical sexism is the term that people attribute to me for talking about how many male plants they've stuck in the landscapes. There you go, Tommy. (laughs) Thank you so much. I'll post your information on our Facebook page, and uh, I appreciate you coming on this morning. Let's take a break right now. It's a perfect time to get on board to call or text your gardening question. 1-888-455-2967, one 2967 or you can text me at 23680. From the Summit Responsible Solutions Studios, it's Saturday morning. You're listening to Better Lawns and Gardens, and this is Florida's Talk and Entertainment Network. Life can be full of risks. One thing you shouldn't take a risk with ever is your family's health insurance. If you're self-employed or you now need affordable health insurance, you need to make this free call right now and see how the Health Insurance Helpline can help you get it. 800-398-0651. 800-398-0651. 800-398-0651. That's 800-398-0651. It has been said that everyone has a book in them. But do you have the time or the ability to write your book? Maybe you picked up some skills or had a life experience that you want to pass on in the form of a book to help others. Maybe you want to leave an autobiography for your family. Or maybe you've built a successful business and you want to share your story. At Dorrance Publishing Company, we have professional writers who can help turn your book idea into a finished manuscript quickly and affordably. A Dorrance ghostwriter can provide as much or as little help as you need to complete your book. 
You'll work directly with your ghostwriter to finish your book faster than you ever could on your own. It's easy to become a published author. Call Dorrance now to learn more. 800-485-6003. Call right now. That number is 800-485-6003. Life can be full of risks. One thing you shouldn't take a risk with ever is your family's health insurance. If you're self-employed or you now need affordable health insurance, you need to make this free call right now and see how the health insurance helpline can help you get it. We specialize in helping the self-employed and people just like you that need affordable health insurance to get it. We have short and long-term health insurance plans and some even cover dental, vision, and prescription drugs. Don't take a risk with your family's health insurance. It's not worth it. If you're self-employed or now need affordable health insurance, call right now and learn for free how to get it. Listen, affordable health insurance plans for everyone just like you are a free phone call away. So give us a shout right now. 800-398-0651-800-398-0651-800-398-0651. That's 800-398-0651. Airlines have just reduced their prices even more. Book 30 days in advance and save big. Want the absolute lowest prices on your airline tickets? Then call the low-cost airlines travel hotline right now. For prices so low, we can't publish them anywhere. The only way to access our low rates and save up to 70% is to call. Save hundreds on your vacation tickets by calling right now. You can fly anywhere in the world and pay discount prices on your airline tickets. Book a flight today to London, Paris, Madrid, or anywhere else you want to go and pay a lot less guaranteed. Call the International Travel Department right now at low-cost airlines. 802-341-4542. 802-341-4542. 802-341-4542. That's 802-341-4542. Looking for cheap flights or cheap tickets? Call the low-cost airline travel hotline now for prices so low, we can't publish them anywhere. We'll even save you money with cheap travel deals on hotels, rental cars, even complete travel packages. Call us first for the absolute cheapest prices on U.S. and international airline tickets and hotels. 802-341-4542. 802-341-4542. That's 802-341-4542. Do you use the expensive blue or yellow pills to charge your sex life? Are you thinking about it? What if we can promise you the same results for less than $3 a pill? If you're paying $20 a pill for the other pills, you're getting taken to the cleaners. Our pills deliver the exact same results for less than $3. You'll save more than $16 a pill for the same results. And right now, radio callers will get 44 blue or yellow pills for $120 with free discreet shipping. You can save more than $700 off pharmacy prices. Charge your sex life now and save a ton of money. Call now and get your 44 pills and save over $700 and qualify for free shipping. Stop overpaying and call right now. Paid for by Steel Man Pills. 800-218-5088-800-218-5088-800-218-5088. That's 800-218-5088. Welcome back to Better Lawns and Gardens. If you know someone who loves to garden or has a question that's new to Florida, let them know about Better Lawns and Gardens and tell them to call in with their gardening questions so I can help them too. You can call me at one 455 2967 or you can text at 23680. And if you missed any of today's show, you can hear Better Lawns and Gardens on betterlawns.com, on iHeart, iTunes, Spotify, Amazon, and also audioboom.com. So you can find our Facebook page, Better Lawns and Gardens, and I will post the show, uh, the recording to the show on our Facebook page every weekend so you can catch up with us. And you can subscribe to it so that you know when it is uploaded. You'll get a little message and you can listen to it whenever they want. 
This is true. You can also contact us through a thing called TalkBack feature. So you go to WFLAOrlando.com, download the free iHeartRadio app, search WFLA Orlando, because there's a couple of us out there, and then a little microphone will pop up on your screen, and then just press that. You have three seconds to say what you'd like to say. Keep it clean and to the point, and listen back. If you like it, send it to us, and uh, if we listen to it, we may pay it, play it on air. That would be great. I would love to do that. That would be great. All right, so let's go here. So Howard is getting busy in the springtime. He's sharpening, sharpening his mower blades and raking leaves. And then Frank from Brooksville, he says, we have 20-year-old large azaleas that surround our live oaks that are inundated with various types of invasive vines. I can see them in my head, Frank. I know exactly what you're dealing with. It's been getting worse every year. How far can I cut azaleas back to get to the root of these vines without killing the azaleas? Okay, so a 20-year-old azaleas around an oak tree are pretty well established. So I'm not worried about you cutting them back so much as when you do cut them back, they're going to flush out and it's going to take a little bit longer for them to bloom again. So I would wait until after they bloom this time of the year, so when they finish their blooming period, you can cut them back by a third, okay, without doing any kind of damage to their root system or killing them. You can also take it down to about a half, but it may take a little bit longer next year for them to come back again. So it just depends on how much you cut back as to when they, you know, grow back so that they can bloom prolific, uh, proficiently, you know, the next year. So do it now. Do it before June. After they've bloomed this year, before June, cut them back. Get to those roots. Do not use any herbicide on those roots. You're going to have to dig them out. I just, I'm sorry to say, because those roots of the invasive vines are intertwined among the azalea roots, and you may kill your azalea roots if you use an herbicide on them. Okay, great question. Thank you so much, Frank. So then Becky in Orlando says she her petunias were beautiful before they declined quickly and died. She said she sprayed them with neem oil, but it didn't save them. So the neem oil would not have saved them anyway if they died from a fungus or a disease issue. Okay, Becky, so what I suggest is I would look at your irrigation system. Because we haven't had any rain, I know that rain or overwatering from rain uh, is not the issue, but it could be the time of day that you're watering. All right. So I would say that you want to water during the early morning hours. And I mean, from five o'clock early morning from, you know, when we wake up five o'clock in the morning to 10 o'clock in the morning, water then so that your plants can dry off before the heat of the day. And then also too, so they're not staying wet longer than five hours. When plants stay wet longer than five hours uh, and they get that overhead irrigation spray, it's just the perfect trifecta for getting disease issues. And the petunias may have succumbed to that. Unless I see a picture of it, though, I can't tell you exactly what it died from. So just make sure you're watering in the, in the morning hours from 5 a.m. to 10 a.m. And only as much as you need to put down an inch of water a week. Okay, right now we're only watering one time a week. And, and not more than that. And petunias do not need a lot of water. So if you're watering more than once a week, that could be the issue too as well. Great question, Becky. Thank you so much for calling us. And so Dave in Palm Bay says, good morning, good morning. When he moved into his house, they had Bahia sod planted. But he's been finding that no matter what he does to nourish the grass, it's always overcome with weeds. He's got torpedo grass and clover seem to be taking over. Is this a resod or should I continue to try fighting? So, you know, when you're nourishing your grass, to me, that means you're fertilizing. And weeds love fertilizer. Okay, they're a plant. They're going to get nourished too when you nourish your bahia grass. So what I suggest is I'm kind of wondering whether you have an irrigation system or not, whether you have nice thick bahia grass or whether it's sparse. If it's sparse, that means the, uh, the uh, weeds are going to get into the ground and germinate. So you want to have nice, thick bahia grass. You may want to reseed, but I would also do a herbicide for bahia grass 
which would be your 2,4-D or your dicamba. Get a herbicide for Bahia grass that is going to um, take care of those weeds. You're going to want to use a, a special herbicide for your uh, torpedo grass. It may just be, and that was Dave, may just be Dave in Palm Bay. You resawed. Okay, you might be spending more in chemicals to get it fixed and, and, and going ahead and putting grass seed down. Then it might just be easier to resod. Okay, my suggestion would be to resod. All right, morning, good morning. Believe it or not, I'm still caring for my grandma's wisteria in West Orange County. And I think this is Marty. Is it Marty? It is Marty in Okoe, uh, which is probably 100 years old. I would love to see photographs, Marty. Send me pictures. That's great. It's on a trellis and has three roots to the ground. Any tips on fertilizer or care? Unfortunately, I do not give it as much attention as I should and only get a few blooms. All right. And so, uh, Marty, it's something that um, if you just fertilize with a blooming fertilizer once a year, it's been living 100 years. It's doing well on its own. But you might want to just fertilize it once with a blooming fertilizer. You want a high middle number, slow release, and give that a try. The other thing you could do is to cut it back and let it flourish. I wouldn't cut it back now. It's springtime. Wait until after the blooms finish and then cut it back and let it rejuvenate that way too as well. Great question, Marty. I would love to see photographs. You're listening to Better Lawns and Gardens. We have a few, one more segment. You can get your questions answered, one 455 2967 or you can text me at 23680. You're listening to Better Lawns and Gardens. I'm Teresa Watkins, and this is Florida's Talk and Entertainment Network. Stop your grinding with Brooks Night Are you waking up in the morning with a sore jaw, headaches, ringing in your ears, all because you're grinding and clenching your teeth at night? That's exactly what was going on with me. I ended up going to a dentist, and he wants to charge over $600 for a night guard. That's when I found the Brooks Night Guard. You mold it at home to the top or bottom teeth. Other mouth guards go all the way to the back, which allows the back teeth to touch. This is where most of the grinding and clenching occurs. The Brux Night Guard redirects the bite force away from the back teeth, reducing jaw pain while still protecting the teeth. This unique design is what makes Brux Night Guard different from all other traditional grind guards. Order your Brux Night Guard today and get 10% off plus free shipping. Go to BruxNightGuard.com and enter the code BRUX95. That's B-R-U-X-9-5. Stop your grinding with Brux Night Guard. When it comes to taking care of your acreage, don't mess around. Toro zero-turn mowers cut big yards down to size in less time, so you can spend more time hunting, fishing, or just enjoying the day. Built with comfort-enhancing, productivity-boosting features like MyRide suspension that takes the ache out of acreage, massive rear-drive tires for ultimate traction, and ultra-durable Ironforge cutting decks you can rely on for years to come. Bowl through anything that dares get in your way. Toro count on it. Visit Toro.com slash zero turn to find yours. Life can be full of risks. One thing you shouldn't take a risk with ever is your family's health insurance. If you're self-employed or you now need affordable health insurance, you need to make this free call right now and see how the health insurance helpline can help you get it. 800-398-0651. 800-398-0651. 800-398-0651. That's 800-398-0651. If your king or queen sago palms have been invaded by Asian cycad scale, it's time to fight back with organic Summit Year-Round Spray Oil. It kills Asian cycad scale and other insect pests, but Summit Year-Round Spray Oil contains no chemical toxins. Insects don't build up a resistance to this horticultural oil, so it keeps working every time you spray. Summit Year-Round Spray Oil is available at fine garden centers and at summitresponsiblesolutions.com. 
Hi, Darcy the cow here for Black Cow, the mature manure. Planting a sustainable vegetable garden helps to protect the environment, and there's nothing like knowing where your vegetables came from. Black Cow is a natural fertilizer with 10 times more nutrients than garden soil. Everything grows better with Black Cow, you know. That's blackcowkow.com. Black Cow, the mature manure, Black Cow. Come on, you watch the news. Be prepared to pay more taxes. Then if you owe back taxes or haven't filed in a few years, get ready. The IRS, the largest collection agency in the world, will be coming after you. With the power to collect taxes by any means they want to. Hey, they can freeze your bank account, your passport, even padlock your business. <laughs> Good times. Look, if the IRS claims you owe them 5000 or more in back taxes and they're coming after you, don't panic. Call my friends at Get a Tax Lawyer first. Their job is to negotiate with the IRS and save you money. They're experts at it. That's all they do. And you can trust them. In some cases, they have reduced a $50,000 tax bill to less than $1,000. If you owe the IRS $5,000 or more in back taxes, call now for a free consultation. Call 800-786-9014. 800-786-9014. 800-786-9014. That's 800-786-9014. Welcome back to Better Lawns and Gardens. I'm Teresa Watkins. You still have time for your phone calls at one 455 2967 or you can text at 23680. I want to go to Anne from Hudson, and she says she has a Lady Banks rose for growing for years without getting any flowers, and she fertilizes it three times a year. All right, so Lady Bank roses are beautiful yellow flowers. They're a climber. And I'm just wondering what you're fertilizing with, okay? And sometimes when we do have established plants, the more we fertilize, um, you know, it's, it's kind of, you know, when I say, do you fertilize or don't you fertilize, sometimes you can fertilize too much and you get lots of leaves, but you don't get any flowers or you're not fertilizing at all, and then the plant's struggling to produce flowers. So you have to kind of assess what you're doing in the landscape. And if you are fertilizing, what are you fertilizing with? If you're fertilizing with lots of nitrogen, then you're going to see more leaves and, and the plant putting more you know, production and energy into producing those leaves rather than the blooms. And so I would kind of cut back not um, not your rose, but cut back on your fertilizing and let your plant do its thing, okay? If you want to do a flowering fertilizer, use slow release and then make sure that it has a little bit more phosphorus in it. It's a blooming fertilizer and then that will help it, okay? But sometimes we just need to step back away from the fertilizer. Uh, it's not always a good thing. Bougainvilleas is another one that when we over-fertilize it, it uh, produces a lot of leaves, but no bracts where it uh, produces the little white flowers with the colorful bracts around it. So good question, Ann. Call me back, or not call me. Well, you can call me, uh, but you can text me back and let me know how you did. And then Walt in Merritt Island says, is there any good garden use for debris, uh, maybe panicles now falling from the live oak trees? Yep, put it all into your um, compost pile. Uh, you can do that. You can, you know, kind of put it underneath your uh, shrubs and hedges. Not a problem. It will do just fine, and it will just add some, you know, um, good organic material to your soil so that it can breathe and hold on to moisture longer. So um, we, have, um, we have a hedge of overgrown and scraggly grapevines, wisteria and bamboo, thanks to my neighbor. It's all growing together. And the grapevines seem to be strangling everything. We moved here a year ago, and I've not seen any grapes. How do I know if these vines will grow grapes? What is the best way to cut them back? Well, grapevines usually get cut back in January. So go ahead, and you can cut them back. Uh, now you want to cut them back to that little um, straight uh, trunk of the at the bottom. But when you've got bamboo growing in wisteria, I don't know. I, I would like to see it. Uh, to give you exact uh, kind of recommendations to cut it. 
but uh, they should start producing leaves. Make sure you have the grape leaves, and uh, and then you'll get fruit, and uh, you sh- you should start seeing uh, fruit develop, grapes develop over the next few months, and they should ripen by uh, July and August. August is a good time for them to ripen. Uh, and so you might not see any because it may need a little bit more nutrition or the birds may eat them. We have bears that eat them, all kinds of, you know, wildlife eat the grapes. The birds love them. And uh, so that may be a reason why you're not seeing them. It could also be a little bit shaded with the bamboo. If, the ba- if it's growing up through the bamboo, may not be getting enough sunlight too as well. So those are all possible reasons. Uh, why you may not see the grapes, uh, or your neighbor may be eating them, okay, and just not telling you. So if they're the neighbor's grapes. I'd love for everyone to come out to the Sweetwater Oaks Garden Club Garden Fair today. It's going to be at the Protegrity Plaza on 260 Wakiva Springs Road. They're going to have all kinds of great plants to buy, vendors with herbs and orchids and shrubs and garden crafts and nature photography and yard art. Uh, there's going to be activities for children and lots of food vendors. And then the speaker's corner is going to have a whole host of speakers speaking. Uh, Tom McCubbin will be there today. And uh, and then I will be there today. I will be speaking at 1 o'clock. And I will be talking about container gardens. So come out and you can watch me do my magic and get little tips on how to create wonderful, uh, beautiful flower container gardens for your yard. And so I would love to see you and let me know that you listen to Better Lawns and Gardens. So uh, hello, Teresa. I am located in the Tallahassee area. When is the best time to fertilize my orange trees? What type of fertilizer should I use? And when should I move my fig tree? Thank you, Jeremy. Well, that was just a whole bunch of questions right there. I love that. Yeah, very succinct. And he just told me everything he needs. Now is the time to fertilize your orange trees. You can go ahead and do it now. What type of fertilizer should you use? You should use a balanced fertilizer, a 666-888-101010, okay, because citrus trees have roots, they have flowers, they have leaves, and so you need all of the good nutrients, uh, including the micronutrients, some azomite would be, some, would be good, and that's, that will get your orange trees off to a good start. And then when should you move your fig tree? Well, I would do it in the fall when it goes dormant, uh, Jeremy. Okay, so it's starting to produce now, and I'm afraid that if you move it now, depending on how big it is, you might uh, not get your figs later on in the summertime. So I would say go ahead and just leave them where they are this year if you can, and then uh, move them in November and December and that way they will, you know, go, they'll be dormant, go through less stress, and they'll be ready for next spring. So if you can do that. Uh, if you have to do it now and if you uh, move them now, just think you might not have as much harvest this year as you would normally. Okay, so that's a great question, Jeremy. Thank you so much for a perfect text message. And so uh, let's see. Uh, in Merritt Island... Someone has two hibiscus in pots. When I water them, the leaves turn yellow and fall off rather than the plant improve. Thank you. So I'm kind of wondering what's going on there. So how long have they been in the pots? Do they have good soil in them? Or are they root-bound and that watering may not be enough? It may be just going around the roots and out the hole in the bottom or um, because Hibiscus like to be watered, but they need to hold on to that moisture a little bit longer. So I would like to see what your um, hibiscus look like. And what you can do is pull it out of the pot, look at the roots. If the roots are all girdled, what I would like you to do is I'd like you to cut off a third of the roots, shave the sides, put more good, fresh, organic dirt with lots of organic material in it back in the pot and then put the hibiscus back in, and that way it can hold on to the moisture longer. It just may not be getting the benefit, and it may be drying out uh, of the uh, of the uh, of the, of the irrigation that you're giving it or the watering that you're doing. Okay, so I would have to say it's a root problem of some kind, 
but I don't know what it is unless I see a picture of it. Okay, so if you could do that, you could always email me, Teresa.Watkins at live.com. And when you email me, make sure you look for my response. It may take a day or two, but check your spam mail. Yes, because things do tend to go to spam. Even if you've gotten a response back from Teresa prior, just welcome to technology and everything's always changing and it will shoot it to spam sometimes. No, it will, especially and especially if you've got photographs in it or I have photographs in my response and send it to you, then it says, okay, this is something that's got an attachment, so we're going to just put it in a spam file. Yeah. <laughs> and so that's not good. I'm going to be posting to... Uh, our uh, Facebook page today, you can get the downloads. You can go to iHeartRadio. You can go to WFLA Orlando and hear the show, the That's podcast. That's right, yes. At your convenience. You don't have to get up so early and listen if you don't need to. And you can hear the show anytime, also on Audio Boom, my website, she-consultant.com, or you can just Google me, Teresa Watkins and Gardening, and I pop up everywhere. So I'm going to be speaking today at the Sweetwater Garden Club Garden Fair today at 1 o'clock. Come out and see me. Next week, I am going to be the 11th. Is that next week, the 11th? I have to figure out I'm somewhere next week, too, as well. Mm, You're such a busy person. I am. I am. I've got to figure it out. Oh, next week, I'm at the Peterson's Nursery. Peterson's Nursery in Lakeland. I can't wait to go, and I'm going to be talking about my favorite plants. I want to thank Dana Venrick. Quality Green Specialist, our sponsors, thank him for sponsoring Better Lawns and Gardens for you to listen to free of charge. So Dana is wonderful. The Quality Green Specialist Nursery is an excellent nursery. It's now the time of the year to go ahead and get your yard all beautiful for spring. And he has wonderful trees and shrubs. Thank you also to Tom Ogren, author of Allergy-Free Gardening and Allergy-Fighting Gardening and Sex in the Garden, one of my favorite books. My sinuses, thank you, Thomas. And then Lizzie, thank you so much for producing this show. I appreciate it. From the Summit Responsible Solutions Studios, maker of organic mosquito bits and dunks and organic year-round oil spray, I'm Teresa Watkins. If it's Saturday morning, you're listening to Better Lawns and Gardens, and this is Florida's Talk and Entertainment Network. Life can be full of risks. One thing you shouldn't take a risk with ever is your family's health insurance. If you're self-employed or you now need affordable health insurance, you need to make this free call right now and see how the health insurance helpline can help you get it. We specialize in helping the self-employed and people just like you that need affordable health insurance to get it. We have short and long-term health insurance plans and some even cover dental, vision, and prescription drugs. Don't take a risk with your family health insurance it's not worth it if you're self-employed or now need affordable health insurance call right now and learn for free how to get it listen affordable health insurance plans for everyone just like you are a free phone call away so give us a shout right now 800-398-0651-800-398-0651-800-398-0651 that's 800-398-0651 